This, 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 this is mythical. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's Halloween, Link. We're going to do a Halloween episode today on Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son, Link. So That's me. Let's see if we can't get spooky and creepy today. Woo, yeah. I mean, you added something to the theme song. Were you in on that? Because that uh, surprised me a bit. I knew we were doing something for Halloween, but I didn't know that we had no music coming up. Like that. And I thought that was, hey, man. That witch a... voice wasn't you? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> well, it sure wasn't me. <laughs> oh, yes. It's, it's, it's the spooky time of year. It's, I mean, do people, are you getting amped up for Halloween? I mean, it's just a few days from the release of this, so. Oh, oh man. Hey, down here at North Myrtle Beach, we, we get amped up for Halloween. We have big parties down here downtown oh. where we dress up and Go from one club to the next and enter, if you want to, to enter contests and who's got the best costumes on and all that. So, yeah, we we get into it down here. We we have a big time. Usually last like Friday and Saturday night. They you have it on different nights down here at different places down here. So we get dressed up and have a big time down here. So Now, the, those actual days... You you have to miss this year because you're gonna you're gonna be at Mythicon with me. So you're actually it sounds like you're gonna miss the party there. You're gonna bring it to Mythicon though, right? Oh no, I'm I'm bringing me and Nancy's bringing our costumes with us to Mythicon. Yes. And the the plan is, you know, of course, doing dispatches, doing a live recording from Mythicon that will be distributed through the uh, through the podcast channels like we normally do. So. If you want to hear that episode that we're going to record at Mythicon, we will be distributing it to you. Um, but what about trick or treaters? You guys get a lot of trick or treaters walking walking up those steps to your door. I mean, your house is on stilts. How does that work? This place down here is is, is kind of strange in that aspect because we've been here five years now, and I think we've had, and it's because we knew the people that had some children or something. Uh-huh. And I think maybe one year we had two and uh, another year we had one. And every, besides that, Nancy buys this candy and then I get to eat it. So. When nobody, you hope nobody shows up. <laughs> hey, sorry me, because Nancy buys some good candy. 
Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters on, on our street because it's like a dead-end street and it's kind of it's kind of isolated, but there's a few, we, we have a few neighbors who have young kids that'll come by, but I know that, you know, I was telling you about Lando's football team. Like that group of friends, like the kids have not only formed a bond as they've gone into middle school together, which is awesome, but like all of the parents, we've formed a bond too. So like we were invited to a Halloween party from one of the parents and uh, you know what, somebody, may have been invited to be the DJ, and that somebody might be me. Oh, man. So I've made the big time, Dad. I am DJing a middle school Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> Lando said it was okay. Okay. He was cool with it. And I was like, I won't be the center of attention. Unlike at the Mythicon dance party, when I will be revealing my DJ name and persona. Oh man. Did you know this? Yes. No, I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, it's oh. it's an entire alter ego that I'm I, I've been developing. So yeah, I'm I'm DJing the Mythicon dance party that uh I hope that you and Nancy will bust a few moves. We go we might do that and we might have a have a costume on to do it in too. Oh, I love it. So you so you're really into Halloween. I know that like with with the paraphernalia that you guys throw out for Christmas, just to use your your term, I know you go big. You got like I don't know how many Christmas trees. You probably got at least six. But for well, Halloween, hey, Nancy's uh because we had to go, but she's been she's decorating. I got ghosts hanging up on the front. That'll be hanging up on the front porch and all kind of pumpkins. And she's got a witch that we bought that she bought a witch a, a witch. Yep, I love how you say witch. Like which which way is up? Yeah, that's right. Which? Yeah, I mean the same. <laughs> which? Okay. I read which which whatever you but which which? It's kind of like Christy makes fun of me the way that I say white white. She she always thinks that's funny. You say which the same way I say white. Today before <laughs> we was doing this show, Link, she asked me. She said, "We need to have a Halloween party here at the house," and I said. Sounds good to me, but you know, we get, we're going to be gone on Halloween. So she's already called, and we got people coming to the house the Saturday before oh, we leave, man. and I got about a dozen people coming and dressing up and having an, uh, an Italian dinner and all kind of stuff. So I love the fact that y'all, I mean, you're, you've got a social circle. You've got enough friends that you can throw a party. That's great. That's all. I mean, I don't know if. Maybe it's a Myrtle Beach thing, but at at your age, hell, even at my age, the friends that I have, they're like everybody's really great. When you find friends, you're really grateful. You know, people that you can throw a party yeah. and that they'll show up, and you look you look forward to throwing a party because you have enough people to have a party that you want to hang out with, and you want them to hang out together. That's pretty rare. It makes me happy to hear that like you guys have vibrant social lives. Yeah, it's a key. It's a key to longevity. It has to be. It's nice having friends that enjoy getting together and having a good time together. So yeah, I, I think it's pretty nice. Yeah, we enjoy it, and and you know if I cook, they'll come. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> right. So what you got for me today? I got a pretty special holler out. Someone named Amber asked me to help her propose to her boyfriend on the podcast. 
What? Yeah. Well, d- delay no further. Mr. Bobby Hitched, I want you to know that Amber is asking you to marry me from Charles Neal from Dispatches from Myrtle Beach. Whoa, 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 so, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, Dad. Amber is asking Bobby to marry you? No, no, no. That's what, I'm sorry. That's what I Amber said. Amber wants sorry. you to marry Bobby? No, Amber wants to marry Bobby. I'm sorry. Well, talk to Bobby again. It's, I think you might okay. need another attempt at this one. This, hey, okay. this is Amber's idea. You know, I'm just pointing this out, Amber. This is what you wanted, and you're getting it. Okay. So, Bobby Hitch, I'm going to ask you today because Amber wants me to ask you for her for y'all to get married. And you, all you got to do is just say yes. So, you need to, uh, Amber's going to let me know whatever you say. So, but I, it sounds like a pretty neat girl to, to surprise you with something where it's coming from us on dispatches from Myrtle Beach. So just say yes to Amber and just have a fruitful and good life together. That's sweet. Now, do you want Dad Bobby to email you his answer so that then you can tell Amber on like the next episode? I think we should stay in the middle of this is all I'm saying. <laughs> this is going so well, you know. I think maybe, you know, let him or either Amber one let us know, you know, how things go and like she did before. So I think we we ought to be hearing from from either one of them or maybe both of them, you know, the but Bobby send me can a thing. Bobby can tell Amber directly. Yes. And then let us know. Don't yeah. wait to, till we got the next show, you know, when he yeah. hears this, you know, go ahead and let the juices flow like they ought to. So, uh, okay, he's going there. Let the all juices the hugs flow. And kisses. <laughs> the hugs and kisses and juices are yeah. uh, right now. I guess as of the listening of this, at this point, I guess the juices could be flowing. It, they sure could. Yeah. Or at this point, it could be really awkward. Well, I, I I think Amber must be pretty sure that. You know, that he'll marry her, so... Uh, to let you do it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, to let me do it. Because <laughs> I've I screwed up a lot of worse things. I mean, I don't know what she want me to ask him to do this. I mean, I've been married four times. She's asking me to do something. It took me four times to get right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... um. And you know what? It's not... It's That information has been out there. So I think she... Yeah. She made an informed decision, Amber. Uh, good luck with that. I think now, Bob, it's Bobby, right? Bobby and Amber, they can be like the official couple of Dispatches of Myrtle Beach. We like, we can we can sponsor their marriage. Yeah, we could do that. You know? no, no money involved. It's more just like, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do our part to make sure that it works for you guys. You know what? So either, whenever you guys encounter trouble, I want you to email dad because this is on him. He brought y'all together, and he's gonna keep y'all together. Right, you cool with that? I'm gonna do the best I can, that's right. To yeah. stay in the middle yeah. of it. But have a good time when you get to hear this podcast and you, you're getting asked to get married by Amber on it, so hope you enjoy it. That, that's a milestone moment. How did we get here? <laughs> How did we get in the middle of this? Man, Amber. You are wild, girl. You are a wild girl. 
Better watch out, Bobby. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. I got several things from our other mailbag this week, Link, and I got an email from Ann Gritzer. Okay. It says, why doesn't a witch wear underwear? <laughs> why doesn't a witch wear underwear? Does this have something to do with the broomstick? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm on the right track. Broomstick. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Splint, does it have anything to do with splinters? No. Which doesn't wear underwear. I, I mean, I would think you'd want to wear underwear, you know? You know which is going to have a smooth broom so they ain't going to have no splinters in it. I didn't know that, Dad. That's something I've <laughs> learned about witches. <laughs> so why, why does a witch not wear underwear? To have a better grip on her broomstick. <laughs> you talking about <laughs> kegels? <laughs> you know, you talking about that? I reckon. That's, that's I mean, that. you you know about you know what a, you know about kegels? No, I must be something I'm gonna have to learn about. It's. I'll give you a hint. There are kegel exercises that one can learn how to do to strengthen strengthened down there. So I've heard of that. So after a woman has a baby, they can do those exercises to tighten those muscles back up. Maybe. I, I don't know for sure if if that's, but in general, you can do it, irrespective of whether you've had a baby or not. Okay. It can be like it's, it's just, it's just grab, it's got, it's grabbing you. Yeah, it's a muscle. It's grabbing you. When you're in there, it's like, it's like a, it's like somebody's reaching out and grabbing you. Yeah, if it is if you're doing a good job. It's like reaching out and squeezing a door handle. I'm serious. You can do it at, and then you can do kegel exercises at your desk. That's my that's my first marriage advice to Amber and uh, Bobby. For her to be able to do them kegel exercises. Fe figure out the kegels. <laughs> okay. All right, I got another email from Alex Munoz. It says, what is a vampire's favorite part of sex? <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce this. Eradicating. What's what's a vampire's favorite part of sex? Eradicating? Yeah. All right. I'm think you're gonna have to sound it out, man, because I don't think Eradicating. Eradicating. No, I'm not getting it. I won't get it in, but er I uh, eradicating, but with an L? Spell it. E-D-R-A-C-U-L-A-T-I-N-G. Ejaculating. 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 Is their favorite oh, okay. part. <laughs> yeah, I see. I, I like that. I get it now. Sorry. Yeah, ejaculating. There yeah. it is. There it is. Yeah. Hey, if it takes a little time to get to the ejaculation, that's a good thing. Yeah, the longer it lasts, the better it is, I reckon, right. for vampires and everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I got one from Lisa M. Says, what are you and Link's favorite Halloween costumes you've ever worn? If it wasn't for GMM, my costume game would be so weak. For a number of years, like we've done costumes on Good Mythical Morning. And, um, you know, we were talking about the Barbie movie. Yeah, it's like Rhett and yeah. I were both kin on an episode of Good Mythical Morning. It was, it's pretty funny. No Barbies involved. Just two kins. I don't really, you know, when I was a kid, I never had really good costumes. I, I just wasn't, it wasn't a big deal to me. So like, I didn't put a lot of investment into it. What about you? What's your best Halloween costume? As old as I am, it's hard to remember when I was a kid, but because of what we was talking about earlier with all our friends and everything, and we go downtown and all of us get dressed up and uh, Nancy and I match sometime. Yeah. Sometime we won't, but. Uh, one year we were we when we went to Disney World we we bought the uh, Mickey and Minnie Mouse costumes and I'm talking about the whole paraphernalia. I got the we got the gloves, I got the pants. The really, it's pretty neat. We were downtown and this family was downtown with a little girl and the little girl walked up to uh, Nancy and pulled on her skirt and said, "Minnie, can <laughs> I have a picture with you?" She thought she was the real deal. Yeah, I'm telling you. Was your face covered? No, we had she, okay. we had the ears on and uh, the whole costume. <laughs> then she turned and looked at you, and they're like, "That's not Mickey!" Oh gosh! No, she, I mean, I looked like Mickey. I had the white, I had them big shoes on, and the whole nine yards. I mean, we looked like Mickey and Minnie Mouse. I mean, I didn't scare off. She okay. thought we were, you know, so it worked out pretty good. And then we've been, uh, I dressed up like a woman. Oh. With a orange dress on, and had big boobs, and for uh, what? Where, where was? Where did you go like this? Downtown. And what was Nancy dressed up like? I can't remember what Nancy wore that night. But uh, so you like went to the party as like Nancy's best friend. Yeah, <laughs> like two women <laughs> going together. Okay. Yeah. Was this your idea or hers? 
Well, I had done, I had wore this thing before at a, a womanless wedding at the Moose Club where we had a contest to raise money. A womanless wedding? Yeah. Fundraiser? What is a womanless wedding? It's just a, a wedding where all the men's dressed up like women and there ain't no women involved in it. So got high heels on and dresses and makeup on and the whole nine yards. So what, what? This is so strange to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just for fun. Okay. Just to help raise money for, and I got talked into doing it. So, <laughs> okay. I said, well, I ain't never dressed up like a woman. Then I dressed up like it again. I saved the costume. <laughs> All right. What are the emails you got? Okay. Uh, Chris W. says, what's some of your favorite Halloween memories as a teenager? When I was growing up and when I was a teenager, all the kids and the stuff went out, you know, went out early and had to be had to be in, you know, pretty much by eight o'clock or something. And then then we'd ride around and and some of the people maybe that we didn't like or what we didn't like, we'd take toilet paper and and throw it all up in the yard and all up in the trees and might even be a, a egg or two thrown up and and we plastered on a window or something. So we, we did some stuff that we ought not have been doing, but we didn't never really get caught about it. But uh, Oh, man. This brings up a, a bad memory for me on Halloween. Oh, man. I mean, I've told this story a few times, so it's not quite as embarrassing as it was the first time I told it. But, it, I mean, we were in high school. I had my I was driving my truck around with, like, eight people in the back, and Rhett was in the front of the cab with Heather sitting in the middle. So there's 11 of us in the, in my truck. 11 people in that truck? And we were, yeah. And we were egging houses. Yeah, I don't know if you rem remember catching wind of this happening when I was like 16. But yeah, we were like egging houses in this neighborhood, including like the, a preacher's house. <laughs> yeah, wasn't wasn't my best look. But... Uh, we we made a speedy getaway, and I was speeding a little too fast. I didn't realize that the crossroads was a T intersection, and the ground was a little wet. And so I slammed on brakes when I got to the when I saw the stop sign beside me, and then we just skidded straight into the field. But there was a huge ditch there, so like boom, we hit this ditch, and then we pop out of the ditch using the momentum from the truck and just landed in the field. And uh, I was just disoriented. Rhett's head had hit the forehead, had hit the, cracked windshield. the windshield. And those eight people in the back, I looked around and they were all strewn out into the field. And I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I've thrown all these, I've, all these people out of the, of the truck. And then one uh, friend of mine, she was, she was just screaming. She was like, I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding. And we go up to her and we said, it's egg. She'd be covered in the eggs that <laughs> we had been egging these houses with. And then the first thing Rhett and I thought was, cause his head was fine, even though he cracked the windshield with it. It's like, we gotta get, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get, so it's like, everybody get back in the truck. And then people were like, no, I'm not getting back in your truck. It's like they were traumatized, <laughs> rightly so. It could have been so much yeah. worse. So then oh, yeah. I like 
I cranked up the truck because it had knocked off and I turned it around and I like drove out of the field and then I realized that like the whole axle had been bent from hitting that ditch. So it was like, it wouldn't drive. So I had to drive it back into like the neighborhood we had just egged, pull into the driveway of, well, I mean, who are, who's gonna help us? Maybe the, the preacher <laughs> whose house we just egged. <laughs> so we're like pulling into his driveway and calling our parents to come get us. I mean, talk about having egg on your face. Like the entire yeah. inside of the truck from like every square inch of that, the cab of my truck was coated in eggs because we had like dozens of eggs in the cab with us for wherever we were gonna go next and keep egging. And it had been like 90 degrees. It had all baked inside of the truck so that it stunk like eggs and there was like a oh. film everywhere. It was bad. So you got away. Yeah. I, I didn't get away. Oh with yeah. It. Do you do you remember hearing about that when it happened? Yeah, I think later on, several days later, I I heard about it. All I could say is what I'd probably say, and I said, "The apple don't fall far from the tree." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're kind of not in the position, given uh, you know your yeah. shared experience, to be like, "Well, you know, you you should, of course you shouldn't have done that." But of course, I also did that. <laughs> Halloween, Halloween brings the worst out in us, Dad. Oh yeah, I got another email from Emma. It said, "Why did the witch have trouble getting pregnant?" Uh, why did the witch have trouble getting pregnant? You're gonna have to tell me, Dad. Because her husband had a Halloweeny. <laughs> her husband had a Halloween. Hollow Halloweeny. Now it's time for a word from my sponsor, which is this week is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups because it's Halloween. And if I want to get some good candy and want to ask for something special, said, I want me some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups because you can't go wrong with chocolate and peanut butter. When you open up that orange container, it comes in a little orange pack. It's got two Reese's Butter Cups in it. And you don't want to just stick the whole thing in your mouth. Just take you a little bite. Savor that taste of that chocolate and peanut butter when you bite down on it and just enjoy it. And you can get them anywhere at the grocery store, at uh, Family Dollars, just Walmarts, all of them. They, they, they got plenty of that candy. So we, sh we share a love for chocolate and peanut butter. Like, I, I didn't know that you were a peanut butter candy lover. Oh, yeah. But I definitely am. That's my favorite, man. Look at that, something else we agree on. I had an idea for uh, a segment. I know they're typically your ideas, but I wanted to run one by you, see if you'd be game for it. Okay. You know, I was thinking with the season of horror and with so many horror movies out there, we could help out the next horror movies that are coming out by you creating Foley for uh, them to use. Let's say editors need to find some sound effects. You know, you you know what foley is? Mm, no, it's like sound effects in a movie. Oh, okay. You know, a lot of times the things that you hear when you're watching a movie, it's not it was it wasn't recorded at the same time. They add it later. Okay. Like when people die, and and you need a scream. Sometimes these editors will throw in. Uh, I think it's called the Wilhelm scream. It's like this famous 
scream that they just throw in a lot of movies. And once you know what it sounds like, you can say, oh, they use that scream again. And I was thinking with your talents, you could probably create some audio moments that could be used in some horror movies, in some thriller movies, in anything scary. How does that sound? I could kind of give you a scenario and then you can kind of create like a sound effect or uh, a reaction to it. Well, I can give it, uh, we can swing right on in it and see if I can give it a whirl. It's time for our first edition of Who Needs Foley When You Have Me? All right, so uh, like, give me a sound that a person would make if they got their hand caught in a meat grinder. Oh! Right, that's good. That's that. I wasn't quite ready for that. <laughs> that that was loud. Okay, it's gonna be loud. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn down a little bit. All right, let's <laughs> say. Um, you're a creepy hitchhiker on the side of the road and somebody is pouring down rain, it's dark, who is this guy? But then this really unwitting couple that's, you know, they're nice, they pull over and they, they say, can I help you? Like, what, what do you say? You're the creepy hitchhiker. Could you take me to Hooters? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, that, that's definitely going to be used in in a, in a movie. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you. All right, I'll turn this. I, I forgot to ask you about this last week, so I'm gonna turn it into a scenario. Let's say you're peeing in the shower. I don't know if you have. Have you tried it? I've been to ask you. I, I I'm gonna have to admit to yeah, I tried it. Oh, you did? Yep. Don't right. tell Nancy. So far, <laughs> all right. Probably hear. I love it. So first, <laughs> I was going to say, all right, you're peeing in the shower and you hear the door creak open. It probably, uh, no, I, I'd probably just want to be quiet about it. So okay, no foley for that. One. So t yeah. all right, so ladies and gentlemen, we get an update. It seems that my dad has taken my encouragement and has tried peeing in the shower. Let's hear all about it. Well, I mean, <laughs> what's to hear about it? I got in the shower one day and had the urge that I had to pee, and I just- And you thought of me? It I thought of you, and I said, <laughs> well, Link told me to pee in the shower, and I, I'm gonna try it, so I did. I said, I don't know if that makes him, would make him proud or not, but I, I'm gonna go ahead and do it and, and uh let him know that I did it. I mean, do you feel guilty or did you feel good afterward? You were helping the environment? I felt kind of good that I'd done something that you asked me to do. I'm proud of you, Dad. But I felt kind of guilty because when Nancy finds out, she ain't going to be proud of me. <laughs> mm. What if you found out she's been doing it too? You might discover something. Hey, we might have to do a segment and ask her if she pees in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's been on once. Second time she comes on the show is just for that, so we can interrogate her about that. All right, yes. Next time, bring her on. We'll do it. But it has to be done. Now I want to hear um, what about if you got your leg caught in? I know you have an elevator. Everybody's talking about it. You got your leg caught in the elevator, and then it starts going up. You're not in the elevator. Only your leg. 
Oh my God! Somebody hit the button! I've got my legs. It's, it's caught. I'm gonna. It's gonna get cut off. Help me! Help me! Help me! Somebody hit the hit the button to stop this thing so I don't lose my leg. Oh, call the fire department. Do something. And then it probably just. And if nobody responds, then it just kind of goes to probably more of like a guttural grunting of some sort. I would guess. Oh my God! I'm gonna lose my leg. Oh, oh, oh! My legs—it's gone. My legs gone. <laughs> That's it. See, they're gonna take that audio, editors, film editors, and they're gonna put that in. They're gonna put that in their movie. Um, this time it's a a woman. She's she's being chased, and she steps in a booba looby trap. And I don't know what that is. Sounds fun though. You're the woman. Go. I've been caught in this booby looby trap. Help me! Help me! Help me! I'm, something's gonna happen to me. Please help. Call somebody. This man's gonna get me. Help me! The booby looby trap's got me. Help! 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 It's like a mammogram with teeth. <laughs> Good gosh. <laughs> That's great, Dad. Okay, uh, and and now just for the sake of equity, um, you get your dick caught in, uh, a, I guess, a garbage disposal. You're gonna <laughs> have to explain yourself how this one happened. It ain't that long to get hung down in the garbage disposal. <laughs> now this is no time to be self-deprecating, Dad. No, I'm dead. All right, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I can't meet. I can't reach the switch. I can't reach the switch. My dick's hung in the garbage disposal. It's gonna get all mangled up and cut off. Help me! Help me! Help me! Woo! Turn the switch off. Woo! Did you just woo? Yeah, woo. Woo. It <laughs> sounds almost celebratory. No, if he, if you can do a woo and it's hurting, woo like a hurting woo, like woo. It hurts. That's a that's good. You definitely have a future with this. Been kind of a strange episode of Dispatches from Myrtle Beach, but I hope you enjoyed it and just come on back and have fun with us and we're gonna swing back into another show next week, so it may not be as strange as the Halloween one, but it it's probably gonna have some different things going on with us, so come on back and uh, share an email with me at ratherbeshagging at 53 at aol.com. Me and Link will be swinging back into another show next week, so I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you then. All you warlocks, trolls, and witches, I hope you had a good experience. And you know what, Dad? I love you, and as you sign off, I want you to just give them a nice death sign like you're dying. One more Foley for the road. Oh, I'm leaving this world. Come see me again. Oh. Oh my God, he's gone. He's gone. I love you. Love you too.